Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So glad you're joining us today. We are going to be talking about the spiritual gifts and how to know what your spiritual gift is. So if you have been wondering what they are or how to know what yours is, then this is going to be the episode for you. So glad that you're tuning in today. I am going to dive right in because there's quite a bit to cover in this episode. So we're going to go over all of the different types of spiritual gifts. The first ones we're going to cover are the ones that are listed in Romans chapter 12, and they go through all of them in verses four through eight. Um, yep, four through eight, sorry. And I'm just going to kind of go through them real quick. So there's prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leadership, and mercy. And then we have in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And then in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28, it also includes healings, helps, governments, and diversities of tongues. So we're going to go over kind of a brief overview of what each of these are because there's a lot of gifts. So how in the world are you supposed to know which one is yours without first knowing what each of them are? That's the first step that we need to establish is just what each one is, right? So the first one we're going to cover is prophecy. Now the Greek translation of prophecy means a speaking forth. And so to prophesy is to declare the divine will of God or to make known the truth of God in some way. So you prophesy an event that's going to happen. Like you think of events, you think of things that are going to happen and then they actually happen. Like you might have the gift of prophecy. So that's one spiritual gift. The next one is serving or ministering. And this is a spiritual gift that can be used in any capacity really, because we're all supposed to be servants, right? We're all supposed to be servants of Christ. Jesus came to serve and not to be served. And so we are all in some capacity servants, but you might have a really special ability or talent or joy in serving. And so this is really service of any kind. And there's a broad application of it. It could be serving people. It could be serving food. It could be serving things. You know, I, there's so many different ways that we can go about it. So I'm not going to dive into all of them because I'll go down a whole rabbit hole. Um, the next one is teaching. So this gift is the analysis and sharing of God's word. It's what I'm doing right now. I'm taking God's word. I'm I'm interpreting it in my own ways, and then I'm teaching it. I'm, I'm helping someone else to understand what God's Word is saying. And so this gift is when someone's really great at explaining the meaning and the context and how to apply the Word of God or the Bible for others. The next one we have is encouragement or exhortation. So this is somebody who is constantly seeing and calling out the good in other people. You just, you see that person who's always got something nice to say to somebody or somebody who's always sees somebody that's down and has just the right words to say to make them feel better. That's somebody who has the gift of exhortation. So they're constantly building people up and helping them to go from that feeling of weakness or doubt or fear. And they're helping them to take that step to do the next thing. They're encouraging somebody. The next one is giving, and this is not just giving of your money, but also giving of yourself, giving of your time, um, of materials, attention. So a giver is concerned for the needs of others and wants to meet those needs in any way that they can. And so they like to share and seek opportunities to serve or to give money to people, to share their things with people, to 
you know, give their time as it's needed. So that's somebody who has a giving gift. The next one is leadership, which is pretty self-explanatory, but a gifted leader is somebody who rules, but not just rules and like is a great leader, but a good leader in the biblical sense is somebody who, who takes direction from God and leads in that capacity. So they're not just somebody who can just take charge and just boss people around, but there's somebody who really receives word from God and helps to lead people in some way to God. And so they're using wisdom and grace and they're, they're really living by the fruits of the spirit and they're, they're encouraging other people to do the same. They're leading other people to do the same. The next one is mercy. Mercy is kind of like the gift of encouragement. It's somebody who's really compassionate towards other people and somebody who shows a lot of sympathy. Like if you feel very empathetic to other people's situations and you just want to do whatever you can to help them, you might have the gift of mercy. So you see somebody who's suffering or down and you want to be the one that encourages them. So I would say exhortation and mercy typically go hand in hand. And I will say for myself, that's those are two of my gifts. And I do think that they, they play well together. Um, the next one is word of wisdom. So this one is somebody that's, it's, it's a speaking gift and it's somebody who can understand and speak biblical truth in a really like a skillful way. And it's easy for them to apply it for somebody else. So they, they can take the Bible and they can turn it into a life situation and make it like come alive for you in today's day and age. That's somebody who might have the word of wisdom. The word of knowledge is somebody who um, understands the truth with an insight that only comes from God. Like they can read something and everybody else is like, I don't understand what that says. And then that person is like, this is what it means. Like God just really speaks to them in a different way than other people and helps them to interpret and understand things that most others wouldn't understand. So that's word of knowledge. Faith. Um, a lot of people just say like, oh, I have faith because I have faith in God. And that is true because we're all believers, right? So in some capacity, we all have to have faith in order to be a believer. But faith is really like an unshakable confidence in God and in his word and his promises. And I would also say in the power of prayer to affect miracles. I think that it takes a strong gift of faith to really not doubt God's word and to not doubt whether all of this is just something that we're all just kind of, you know, believing for no reason. Like we all have those, I, I, we, I can't say we all have those doubts because somebody who has a, a gift of faith may not experience those doubts, but we all have those moments where we're like, ah, oh, what if this isn't real? And you kind of question things a little bit, or what if that miracle that happened wasn't really a miracle? You might struggle with the gift of faith, but somebody else never has doubt, never fears, never, not, they just have faith that God has a plan and God is working and God is doing and that's all there is to it. So that's somebody who has the gift of faith. Then we have the gift of healing. So this is somebody who can put their hands on somebody or speak healing over another person. We saw this a lot back in the book of Acts when Jesus had just left the disciples and they were laying their hands on people and praying over people and they were being healed. That was really relevant back then, really or really uh, prevalent back then. But now you don't hear about it as much or see about it as much, but it is a gift and it is something that God can instill in people and it's more of a supernatural power, but it's an incredible power. And we have actually seen healings in our church this, like within the last year here in Georgia, 
that have been incredible. So I fully believe in the gift of healing. Um, and then there's miraculous powers. So kind of somebody who's performing supernatural events that could only be attributed to the power of God. Think of like Moses parting the Red Sea. Like Moses didn't part the Red Sea. God parted the Red Sea, but through Moses. And so God gave Moses the in that time the gift of miraculous powers to strike the rock and turn it into this and to open up the waters. And those are miraculous powers that he gifted him. And so there's other examples of like Paul who was performing miracles with the touching the handkerchiefs and, and healing people, or Peter who, um, you know, didn't have, he said, I didn't have money, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I do have, I give you in, in the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And he helped the, the paralyzed man to walk. And then we have Stephen who was performing, you know, all kinds of different miracles. I mentioned Moses already. Um, there was Philip, who was calling spirits out of people and helping the paralyzed and the lame and healing them. And so there's so many different powers in the Bible that we read about. And I wish that we saw more of that today because I know that it still happens, but we just don't see a lot of it. And so I would love, I, I hope to be a part of the world in the times where this just becomes really well known again and talked about. And it's not some like woo-woo thing, but it's really something that people believe in and get to experience on a regular basis because I've watched it happen. I know that it's possible. Um, the next one is distinguishing or discerning of spirits, also known as discernment. And so this is somebody who has the ability to kind of determine or distinguish whether or not something is from God or from the enemy. And so we know that the enemy is going to come at us. We're always in spiritual warfare, warfare, and this person is somebody who can really look at somebody or something and say, that's not, that's not God at all. Like, we, that is not him. We need to go the other way. Let's do this because we don't want to go that way. That's somebody who has good discernment, and so that they have a gift of that. Um, and then speaking in tongues, the gift of tongues is, is, a, is, it was kind of like a temporary sign given to the early church to enable the gospel to be preached to people that didn't speak the same language as the people did back then. But now, I mean, people can still pray in tongues, and so sometimes you get the you get that gift of the Holy Spirit coming in and you get to pray in tongues and you have no idea what you're saying, but you're just so overwhelmed with the spirit that it just flows out of you. That's the gift of praying in tongues, but speaking in tongues, you're speaking a language that you don't even know you, you know, and, and you want to always have an interpretation that comes with it, which is the next gift that we're going to talk about is interpretation of tongues. And so you have the person who speaks in a different language, maybe in a church service, and then you have another person who doesn't, who also doesn't speak that language, but they know what you said because God gave them that interpretation. And so that's a gift that God has given for someone to speak something and then for someone else to receive it and to explain what it was that was said. And that's something I've also seen in church. This is the first church I've seen that happen in, but it's really powerful when it does. Um, so it's just those two kind of go hand in hand. It may not be the same person, but... It shouldn't be the same person. If someone's speaking it, someone else should be interpreting it. And if there's not an interpretation, then that's a disruption of service. And that's not biblical. And I would caution you in those, those instances. But um, it is a gift that God does still give. The next one that we'll talk about is helps. So this is also closely related to the gift of mercy. So you, as somebody with mercy, you see a need and you want to fill the need and the gift of helps is, is somebody who like has to fill that need. Like you just can't get away from it. You have got to do something to assist that person that you feel so much mercy for. So those two gifts, again, go hand in hand. 
Um, and there's a broad range of abilities to, to apply it, I would say. Um, but uh, it, I think with, with help, it's really, it's a special gift when, when helping people who struggle with doubt and fear and spiritual battles, you are the person that wants to like shake them and tell them the truth and say, no, like this is the way, this is the way. like, you want to help them really understand God and what he's doing. And then if you see them going through like an actual physical struggle, you want to help them in that capacity too. Um, and you want to speak scriptural truth over people too. You want to, you really want people to understand who God is and what their life could be like with him. You might have the gift of helps. So that is a list of the gifts. I think I covered them all. If I missed one, I apologize, but that was the notes that I had written down. So then the next part of this is how do I know what the spiritual gift is that I have? And I first want to caution everybody because I think it's really easy to get caught up in I need to know what my spiritual gift is so that I can live out my purpose and that I can then be in the will of God. And I caution with that first because I think, I, I don't think, I know that God will give us different gifts to use in different times. And so you might in one, one phase of your life have the gift of leadership and teaching and you are like leading a Bible study, teaching God's word and just that is your gift, that is what God is giving you in that moment. And then in the next season of life, you might have more of you might have more of a focus on the gifts of mercy and helps, and you're just very focused on serving the people and helping the people. And so I caution in that because I think it's very easy to get caught up in, well, that's not my gift, so I'm not going to do it. But Jesus was a servant. We talked about this in the beginning. He's going to equip you to do whatever it is that he's called you to do. So just because you see somebody in need in front of you and your gift is teaching or leadership, that doesn't mean that you get to look at the person in need in front of you and say, oh, sorry, that's not my gift. Maybe the next guy though, you should come, maybe he'll get you, he's got you. That's not the way that it works. The way that it works is God equips us as the needs arise. And so wherever you might be in your life, if there is a need that needs to be met, God will give anybody, I would say, that gift to help in that situation. So the Holy Spirit's going to distribute the gifts as he determines. And it talks about that in 1 Corinthians 12 verses 7 through 11. Um, and so God is going to call us to obediently serve him in different ways at different times. And he's going to equip us with whatever we need to accomplish that task at the time that we need to accomplish it. So what are some ways that we can dive in and really understand what our spiritual gift is? So the first one is there's lots of different spiritual gift surveys that you can search on Google and you can take the gift test and it'll give you a list of kind of your, it'll rank them usually in order of like 10 to 10 to one or whatever, however many gifts there are. I don't have the exact number, but it'll, um, it'll rank them with your highest versus your lowest. But the thing with those kinds of tests is sometimes we answer how we want to be perceived. And so we might answer a little bit falsely because we want to have a certain gift that's going to align more with what we want. And so if you take that test and you do it honestly and you don't try to change your answers to get the answer that you want it to be, then those gifts or those tests are really helpful to establishing your gifts. Um, and that'll just kind of also give you a baseline. So you might take that test, kind of get a baseline, see what your top three to five were, and then go from there and say, okay, now how do I narrow this down to what my top two might be, the top two or three that you can really start using in some capacity and where God has you in your life right now. And so the way to do that is to start asking the people around you, 
what are some things that you see in me that I do that you think are a gift from God? Like, do you, and then you can even give them a, a list of the different spiritual gifts. You can print one online and you can say like, which one of these do you think best suits me? Which one do you think best describes me? And ask the people that know you the best what they think. And that will, if that matches your spiritual gifts test, like your top two or three, then you've got it right there. That's the best way to do it because now you have a test that you took that you were honest on and then you have people that know you and love you and see you serving and living your life every day. You put those two together and if they match, then you've probably nailed it down. Um, so other people who are serving the Lord can see spiritual gifts in us. So ask them what they think your spiritual gifts might be and then pray. Ask God what your spiritual gifts are. Ask him if you have a, if you, there's a gift that's out there that you don't have yet and you really want it, you might ask God if he can give it to you or he can help you to grow into that kind of a gift at some point in your life. And he may not answer that prayer if it's not his will, but you can pray for God to give you those gifts that you feel most called to or that you most wish to have. Um, but really just praying for him to reveal to you what it is that he has gifted you with, and then not only what it is, but how you can then use it. That's really important. We don't want to just know what our gifts are just to know. We want to know what our gifts are so we can take those gifts and then do something with them. And so specifically, you know, using our, or knowing our spiritual gift isn't going to excuse us from serving in other areas. Like we still have jobs that we have to have, and we still are parents, and we're still this, and we're still that. But you might have a spiritual gift of serve serving and you want to go on a missions trip like that could be part of it where God really shows you like this is what I want for you and I need you to do it but you also still have these different areas that you can use your other gifts to serve the people around you and the world around you and so on and so forth and so it's beneficial to know what your gifts are but don't put yourself in a box because of the gifts that that you feel that you have if we're dedicated to being used by God he'll use us in whatever situation that we get put in because we're obedient in that situation, not because of because we have a special gift, but because he knows that he can use us in any capacity because we're open to being used by him. So those are my tips on what the spiritual gifts are, but also how to know what yours is, is to take the spiritual gift test, ask the people around you, and then pray about it and look over the list and ask yourself and others what that and, and God, of course, what they feel was the, the spiritual gift that most suits you or most describes you. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, make sure that you leave me a comment, rating, review, subscribe, all the things, however that works. Um, I would love to have you back for my next video. And again, if you have any questions, if you have anything that you want to see me talk about here on the podcast, then all you have to do is go to the show notes and you could fill out the form and it's a quick, simple form. What do you want me to talk about? And you just type it in and then I get an email and it tells me what you'd like to hear more on. I study it a little bit and then in a future episode, I would talk about it. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. I, again, I hope this was an encouragement to you and I hope you have a fantastic day.